0: Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh and today I have a very special guest, Sam Sawyer, the creator of the Salem series. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing great. It's awesome to be on the
1: podcast officially.
0: Uh, yeah, you've been on many episodes unofficially. Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first off, Sam, uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. Um, do you want to go ahead and kind of tell our uh, our audience members just a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, I'm a illustrator and comic book artist. Um, I've been working, well, I'd say professionally um, in the art world for about, let's say, uh, three or four years now, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, I attend... Way too many conventions for my own good. Um, traveling around um, anime you can, conventions. You can,
0: never, you can never attend too many conventions.
1: Oh man, when you do them as often as I do, it gets a little crazy.
0: <laughs> See, we want to do more. That's one of the things that you know we we want to do more of. It's just where we're at. We can we pretty much have Texas and then there's some surrounding stuff. But, I mean, it's one of those, like, it's it's a dream to go out and do more of these conventions. So, I mean, I, I know it's definitely going to be a lot for you. But, I mean, it is something that I envy personally.
1: Oh, well, for sure. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is so much fun. And I would never trade it for anything. It's just definitely tiring.
0: So. <laughs> so, comic book artist, um, artist. And so, when, so how, how did, okay, let, Let's let's start this off. Little Sammy. Running around, running around, uh, you know, uh, as, as a wee, as a wee lass, um, (laughs) what made you want to get into art? I mean, was there something like, were you always, you know, artistic growing up or was there always some, you know, something that you always wanted to tell? What was, what was little Sammy like running around?
1: (laughs) Well, she was definitely a mess. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, as a kid I was always very like artistic and I loved anything to do with like the arts and telling stories. Um, I was always drawing. I was always just like kind of getting ideas from like the world around me and like trying to like rope my babysitters and my parents into like acting out plays that I wrote, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure was quite, quite the handful. Um, now that I look back, I'm like, wow, I was a lot of work. Uh, (laughs) Um, but I always loved telling stories and creating and it kind of translated to what I do now, which is really cool. And and I had, thankfully, I I had, um, I had parents that were very supportive in, um, like letting me be creative rather than saying I shouldn't. So that was really helpful.
0: So what type of things were you um, really into growing up?
1: Oh, like I'd say like, Mostly video games. Um, I I read quite a bit as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, always getting ideas from different books and video games. Or unfortunately, as a kid, I wasn't into much comics. That kind of came later as I started growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. but pretty much like anything, like cartoons. Um, always like I look back now and all the cartoons I watched as a kid, like Courage the Cowardly Dog and like, you know, Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. It's like man. I wish I appreciated them more because they were so good and they're not around as much anymore.
0: I know, it's it's hard. Um, so, now as, as an animation podcast, uh, we, we got to ask that question. So, when you were growing up, um, what was your favorite book?
1: My favorite book. Oh my gosh. I'm I know trying. It has
0: nothing to do with animation, but <laughs> I wanted to throw the listeners for a loop there.
1: Uh, one of my favorites that I actually picked up forever ago and then finally started reading again um and has pretty much been my favorite for all time is um Watership Down
0: oh did you see the Netflix series
1: I did yeah Oh,
0: that was amazing
1: they did a really good job and I wish that more book adaptations would be in that style because there's so much
0: I, I I completely agree like when Watership Down came out like I had seen clips and parts of uh, the BBC series. So I kind of knew a little bit what I was getting into. Um, and then I watched the Netflix series and it was one of those, I watched it all in one day because I yeah, couldn't stop. It was so good. Yeah. I, it was one of those, that's an episode I wanted, like uh, that, that's a series I want to do an episode on. It's just Ooh. trying to get people to watch that thing. I'm just yeah. like, guys, the animation is good. Just And the story is fantastic. Just worry about that. The acting is great. Just watch it. And it's one of those I'm like, just please, anybody watch Watership Down so I can talk about it.
1: I know. It's hard to find people that um, actually know what it is. So it's great to meet people that understand.
0: Exactly. Um, so uh, you also said, you know, watching a lot of cartoons. So like, like Courage and Tom and Jerry. So uh, what were some of your big like let's give like what were your top three um, animated series growing up? Hmm. Okay.
1: So let's see. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy were nice. definitely up there. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I mean, a cute little pink dog. Like, definitely
0: one of the easy favorites. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: then, hmm, my last one. It's always the last one that's the hardest to pick.
0: Are, are we gonna stay in Cartoon Network? The honest. Ooh. Okay. Well. Well, no. I mean, that, that's totally fine. Because I mean, I know growing up, um, I was definitely more into the Cartoon Network stuff than I was into the Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah. Because so Nickelodeon, like, it was basically like Rugrats and Hey Arnold and <laughs> that was basically yeah. it and then they had a lot of like the, uh, then they had like the All That and the King and the Kel, a lot more live action stuff where as a kid I didn't really appreciate Too Too Much because mm-hmm. then it was just like I could just flip over to Cartoon Network and watch like Two Stupid Dogs and yep. you know a bunch <laughs> of random stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I also, I guess, like, on the topic of uh, Nickelodeon, I really was a big fan of, like, cat dog. Uh, and yeah. I-, I loved Rugrats. Like, they were so cute. And then growing up, I found out that a friend of ours was one of the voices in the show. Really? So that was, yeah. So it's just like, wow, what? What a small world.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so any, were there any type of, uh, so... You know, as someone who was really interested in art, were there any um, like what were some of your big influences growing up? So
1: I guess um, growing up, I definitely was in that age and that demographic that found Deviant Art when they were young. Oh, Deviant Art! Right back in the day, I was I was very much a Deviant Art kid, which I'm sure um, annoyed quite a few people um, (laughs) online. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog was a huge influence as to why I started drawing, which is kind of embarrassing, but it's really funny. Like, I I started drawing, like, quote, quote, seriously, because I wanted to draw, like, my Sonic the Hedgehog character that I made up. And, you know, posting it all over DeviantArt, following a bunch of accounts that I'm sure are dead now, which is so unfortunate, but it was pretty much like having that community even if it was just online yeah. helped me kind of like start drawing more regularly and kind of and and understanding what the art community was like because i guess in a way deviantart kind of became i mean it's changed a lot now but it's very like the art community there is very similar in a way to what the art community is at a convention so it was kind of like Training wheels for what I was gonna do when I grew up
0: you know what? I never really thought of it like that, but that is a really good example right? <laughs> um okay, so two two very, very important questions. First, who's your favorite sonic character?
1: Oh my gosh i was I was a shadow the hedgehog Oh Damn. shadow
0: Oh I yeah, remember I remember that was that was the first Sonic game that I ever played. Uh, I, had, I had watched Friends because I never had a Sega. I was I was a Nintendo boy growing up, <laughs> but then I saw that there was a Sonic the Hedgehog game on three hundred and sixty, oh, and it's like yeah. it's it's uh Sha- it's sorry Shadow the Hedgehog. It's Sonic but black and he has guns. And I was like, well, this is perfect,
1: perfect. <laughs>
0: pretty much. Oh man, but I was I was always a Tails boy. Like I loved Tails.
1: Tails was pretty great.
0: Love um, Tails. Um, and favorite Sonic series. Um, I'll, I'll even let you pick from those wonderful, like Fox 20 kid like Fox 25 or whatever it was in your area. Uh, those Fox, <laughs> uh, early morning TV shows like Sonic underground and Sonic X and those, oh, those, those good ones.
1: Oh, the classic ones. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, 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 my favorite, like my favorite cartoon for Sonic was definitely, it's a a tie between Underground and the one with, like,
0: the kid. Um, Yeah, that was Sonic X.
1: Yep, it was Sonic X.
0: They both, see, it's weird, like, they both had really good intros.
1: They did, and, like, honestly, like, I didn't appreciate Sonic Underground until I was, I grew up, and I was like, wow, this is so awful, it's amazing.
0: (laughs) It's so bad. Like, but it's so, so good because it's bad. <laughs> there was a princess, and that was, and they're triplets, and they're in a band. Yup. I want like who pitched that? Who was like, "All right, guys, so for the new Sonic series, we're gonna have three Sonics. They're all <laughs> gonna have three different powers. They're gonna be royalty, but here's the kicker: they're in a band. <laughs> like, who who pitched that? Because genius, absolute genius. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, God. And then whoever created the Sonic X intro was. That is uh, a magic. classic. That's, that's, it's such a good intro. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Classic. Uh, so we'll, we'll move away from Sonic. <laughs> though, I mean, he's, he's super fast. We'll, we'll probably oh, yeah. circle back around to him. Um, <laughs> so going off of Sonic. So how did the, um, so really big into art uh, doing a lot of stuff like that. How did the, the comics come into play?
1: I was always drawing comics um like ever since I was really really young but I wouldn't really count that as being considering myself like a comic artist since I was younger I kind of learned a lot of like the skills I know now Mm -hmm. um within the last five years but I wanted I I just wanted to draw characters and kind of create stories and the best way to do it When I was younger and didn't really have the capability of recording anything or I like, you know, YouTube wasn't really around and, you know, so the best way to do it was by drawing comics. So I just would have like this binder full of like Sonic the Hedgehog or like anime characters just in these really cheesy little comics that the spelling was terrible and, you know.
0: (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that spelling. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I've read plenty of web comics now, and I just look at them like you need a proofreader. Oh, a a proofreader. Proof Let me do that for you. I will right. be your proofreader. Never underestimate the power of a good proofreader. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, so you're uh, also big in. Uh, so I take it also big in the anime. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it's been. I haven't been able to watch as much recently, but you know always watch those classics like death note back in the day
0: <laughs> oh man that was a hoof
1: i know that was when, that,
0: when that twist happened <laughs> you're like oh well the series is over and you're like no the series isn't over you have another <laughs> season you're like but how <laughs> um Classic. oh man it's so good uh, yeah, because I mean, like, because uh, I I think I was telling you earlier, like, we're doing tsunami or we we uh, we finished tsunami um, instead of anime. So that was all because, like, when I grew up, that was one of the reasons. Like, it's gonna sound super old, but <laughs> tsunami was the reason that I learned how to uh, set a VCR. Oh my gosh! That's 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 how old I am. I was like, I'm gonna learn how to set up this VCR so I can watch Tinchi Muyo. That oh was God. that was little Josh back in the day. I'm sure there's kids listening that are like,
1: "What's a v What's a VCR?"
0: Exactly. It's like, oh man, you poor kids. Remember, be kind. Rewind. There was a whole movie about it that I don't <laughs> even think people even know what that is anymore.
1: <laughs> Honestly.
0: Oh man. Um. So uh. So doing. So how did you go from you know wonderful little Sonic comics to uh, doing uh. Uh, even even more stuff like becoming like a like a uh, an artist, becoming a comic artist. So how, how did that kind of like what what happened in your life to make uh, to make that leap happen?
1: Well, I like growing up, I didn't really actually think or know that I was going to end up in like the comic or the um, animation or art world. Like I always loved it, but I always saw it as a hobby. And what I really wanted to do growing up was actually um, become a an actor or a director in like live action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but after kind of moving to LA and getting a little bit of experience in that field, I kind of realized that it wasn't for me. And so I started exploring like art again and kind of getting back into that world because it was what really made me happy growing up and what I just love to do. And so I went to my first comic book convention, or I think it was actually an anime convention in Arizona with my younger brother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck? I had no idea this world existed. And I, like, I wanted to cosplay, but I was way too nervous. I was like, oh man, is anyone else going to be dressed up besides me?
0: <laughs> and, then, and then you went to the con and you were like, oh no, yes, everybody is.
1: Yeah, I had, I had brought my costume and my backpack because I didn't want to show up and be, like, the only one dressed up. And once I saw how many people were dressed up, I made a beeline for the bathroom and, like, changed into my costume.
0: Oh, man. I, those good old days of cons. Back, right. Back in when it wasn't, like, super popular. Yeah. Those, oh, those yeah. were the good old days. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's kind of talk about, um, so, you went from comics to now, now you're doing the Salem series. So what yeah. brought on the Salem series?
1: Well, it was actually, uh, like, going back to comics, it was an idea that I came up with about six years ago now that um, I wanted to turn it into a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had started working for a couple different companies on comics, and so I was getting experience with it, and so I wanted to make a comic for myself. And I had come up with the concept and a couple of the rough ideas for the characters— but kind of let it sit for a little while just because, you know, starting a comic is always the hardest part, of course. And I, it just kind of sat on the back burner for a couple, about five, six years. And I just kind of would work on it here and there. Like if I was getting overwhelmed with another project, I would take a break and be like, well, I'm going to work on Salem again. And just kind of gave it time to simmer and let the ideas really, like like really cook um and then it was about it was last year that we actually started like you know this might be really cute as like an animated series
0: <laughs> yeah so so can you can you kind of give us a little bit i i know i know we're we're not released yet so can you kind not of yet. give us a little bit of a uh a synopsis of the series
1: Yeah, so um, the show is called Salem, which is an acronym for the Secret Archives of Legends, Enchantments, and Monsters. Um, It's about this young kid named Salem. Um, They are a monster, but the whole problem is that no one really knows what kind of monster Salem is. So the entire premise of the story is seeking out different cryptids and monsters and legends to find out information and learn what Salem
0: is. And um so I'm trying to piece together from um the stuff that you've posted on YouTube and the stuff that you've posted on your Instagram. Um so you've got you've got Oliver and then you have Petra, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so is Oliver kind of like our uh well I'm trying I'm trying to think like who would be is is Salem our MC or or like co like how, how are we how are we telling our main story? Are we telling it through Oliver?
1: Um, we're definitely. It's kind of going to be played throughout the three main characters. Um, even though like the story revolves around Salem's perspective and her like self discovery story. Um, she, I wouldn't say she is necessarily the driving force. Um, she's. Kind of a little bit of a of a Dumbo, um, like she's very precious, but she's a little silly and not the not like the the sharpest like knife in the cupboard. Um, so she kind of needs her friends to help her go in the right direction, which makes the importance of having Petra and Oliver. Um, Oliver is very much a driving force in kind of like figuring out where they're going and what they're doing. Um, but I would definitely pretty much classify all three of them as a main character, I'd say, or as the as the general focus of the series.
0: Gotcha. So I think like, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the characters themselves?
1: Yeah. So um, we have uh, Salem, who is being voiced by um, Laura Bailey. Um, she is... So Salem is this young... She presents as 13. She's a young, adventurous, strange... Uh, Like kid who has grown up thinking that she was a boogeyman because that her father was the boogeyman. He adopted her, but he found out that he adopted... Damn, I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Welcome to the
0: show. We lose our minds every episode.
1: Right? (laughs) Okay. Rewind. (laughs) So, let's see. Salem is the adopted daughter of the boogeyman. She grew up her entire life thinking that she was a boogeyman um but she finds out when she when she turns 13 that she was indeed adopted adopted so she kind of sets out on this little self-discovery to try and figure out what kind of monster or in the salem universe they're referred to as cryptids um to find out what kind of cryptid she is because no one uh not even the boogeyman like the boogeyman himself um, has any information on what she is. Um, and then our other, one of our other characters, um, Oliver, who is being played by Adam MacArthur. Friend um, of the show,
0: fantastic. Yes. Guy.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> super awesome. Um, Oliver is this dorky young boy, very, pretty shy, but also outgoing. And, you know, once he's around his, his group of friends, like, doesn't have a care in the world Still young, still figuring things out and kind of where he belongs. But he's that dorky boy that loves monsters and adventures. Um, and then we have Petra, um, who I can't say who is voicing her yet, just because, uh, yeah. you know, fun stuff. Um, All the fun stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Petra's an amazing character, uh, one of my personal favorites. She's kind of like the um, like the anchor of the group, the one that makes the most sense, sees through just the pretty colors and the craziness and the fun, and actually can see things for what they actually mean. Um, she's a medium, but she's very much afraid of anything that deals with ghosts and paranormal and monsters. That so dealing funny. with dealing with a best friend who is obsessed with monsters and a new friend who is a monster is a little crazy and terrifying at the same time. So she's... um trying to find her place in the world. But, you know, like I feel like we all are when we're 15, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Learning how to drive, but also trying to, trying to um, reel in and capture and hunt down monsters.
0: Nice. So, I mean, we've got all these characters. Um, what, what was kind of your inspiration for, uh, for creating Salem?
1: I wanted to create a story um, through the monster's perspective. Just because, yeah, we, we see a lot of stories that have creatures and monsters and, like, mythical things in it. But we don't really often get a story that's told through the other perspective. Um, so with Salem, I wanted to create a story that kind of tells a different story. Because, you know, we always get those characters that know who they are or have a this crazy supreme destiny that they're they're met they're like destined to go down because they're the special they're this special species or creature or whatever but in this aspect Salem has no idea what she is so it's kind of a mystery in itself
0: you know yeah I mean I I, I do like that premise of uh we're gonna find out because it's it's I want to say it's almost like a coming of age type thing, but it's like, cause like these, these are kids and we've got, uh, especially Salem who is trying to find what she is. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you, we also have Oliver and Petra who are, who are friends and they're going to help Salem kind of discover what she's going to be.
1: Exactly. Because, you know, like from personal experience too, it's like we, throughout our lives, we're always kind of on this self-discovery and if we didn't have great friends to help us out you know where would we be
0: exactly yeah I mean just doing uh just kind of for my own personal space just going off of uh doing this podcast and then pursuing voice acting Mm -hmm. um, if I didn't have like because growing up uh it was very just kind of like you know uh, they you know didn't really care what I did type of thing um, mm-hmm. but then, you know, it wasn't until I got older and I made like actual friends, um, that, you know, they were kind of were pushing me in the correct direction. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's never too late to really have these type of friends. And, uh, I love the fact that yours are getting it early.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess one of my biggest, um, things with the show as well was that kind of going based, going back and based off of the shows that I used to watch as a kid, um, the friendships between some of the main characters weren't necessarily the best. Um, Like, the greatest example I can use is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah. Like, Blue was a jerk.
0: Yes, very much so. Like, everybody else was was cool, but Blue was always just like, even mac and cheese was all right. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, Blue was just always kind of like, yeah, you're just kind of here.
1: Exactly. And so I wanted to create a show that kind of would give like show kids growing up that having that great core friend bond is important. Like your friends don't have to make fun of you or be a jerk face just to be your friends.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, like we don't have to have comedy based off someone being a jerk. We can have comedy based on good writing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not bashing fosters. I love that <laughs>
0: show. <laughs> oh no, definitely. Definitely not bashing fosters. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, th- through this story that that, that you're going to be telling, um, what are what's one of, what's some, what are some of the main takeaways that you want um your your audience to uh, to come to come away with?
1: Um. So we're still that was pretty an much awful
0: way to phrase that sentence, <laughs> but I did it.
1: You did great. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> I guess like it's kind of hard to tell completely right now, just because. We're still developing, we're still in the process of looking for the right team of writers that can really help us create the vision that we see. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess like some of the biggest things that I want people to take away would be that there's magic just in our own backyards. Like the world is filled with so much creative energy and magic and just good, cool things. That all you have to really do is go out and find them. Like, they're not out of your reach. Like, you know, throughout the story, we're going to see these kids just go, and on, go on these magical and mystical, fantastic adventures. Um, just kind of through their own backyards. So it's kind of like there's still mystery out in the world, even if people think that we've discovered everything. Because we haven't discovered what Salem is. So it's like, that's a mystery right there. Like, things aren't... Nothing is set in stone. There's still so much that we can find out, you know? Yeah. So like um, be brave and be adventurous and you know,
0: you'll find you'll find what you're looking for. Nice. And so so what's kind of like your target audience?
1: So originally I had planned for like eleven and up, but we're pretty flexible. Um kind of like get kind of based off of like a Steven Universe vibe. Um okay. I'd like it to be gentle enough for a younger audience, but also with those undertones that the older audience can watch it and have a really good takeaway from it as well.
0: Gotcha. So lots yeah. of singing, I take it. If we're, we're going to do that Steven Universe vibe, vibe. <laughs> everybody's going to have a song.
1: I mean, at least one
0: episode with a song. <laughs> we all, every, every series needs a musical episode. Like, oh, every yeah. Every series needs Like, Scrubs did it perfectly.
1: <laughs> there That's... also needs to be a baseball episode.
0: Duh. Exactly. Yep. There's. There's. There'll be a baseball episode. There'll be a pool episode. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Sing along episode. Yeah. So I mean, this is perfect. We're writing it now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if if we're to okay, we're kind kind of stay on that Steven Universe vibe. So if we're if we're trying to do something like this, um. How okay, let's let's try to think about this. How <laughs> crazy are you wanting to get with this show?
1: How crazy?
0: Yeah, like how like how like balls to the wall are you trying are, are you wanting to get with this type of show?
1: Oh man, as as far out as I can without getting in trouble with my
0: producers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. So oh man. Uh now <laughs> Sam, what type of, uh, like, do you have any sort of, um, you know, words of encouragement for anybody that wants to get into animation or get into, uh, you know, creating a comic or art in general?
1: Oh, of course. Oh, man. Um, One of the biggest things I can definitely tell people is that, especially if you're younger, just to keep on working and keep on drawing, keep on animating, pretty much doing whatever, um, a big inspiration and help for me when i was starting to get into it was definitely just by going to conventions um the the sheer amount of like inspiration and creativity that is just at a convention is Mm -hmm. so amazing and you can really take away from going to these shows like um one of my first comic book cover jobs that i got was because i took my portfolio to san diego comic-con um and showed it around to a couple different um a couple of different uh, companies. Um, And nowadays they're starting to have more and more portfolio reviews uh, where you can literally sit and talk with an editor and get an inside opinion on what you're doing, how you can improve. Um, The resources are definitely out there and they really weren't around as much when I was growing up. And so a lot of kids nowadays really have an advantage because really like all you have to do is be willing to get up, and go outside, go to your, go to like your local convention and just start talking to people because, you know, we're, we're not in this alone, you know, like we, we gotta, we gotta like stick together. And from, especially from my experience being like a convention artist is that all the artists look out for each other. Like we're always sharing Oh, where did you get this printed at? Oh, who did your enamel pins? Like, oh, like, do you need, like, someone to crash, like, in your hotel room with you? Like, we can split a cost. Like, um, though everyone in the art world, um, is just so nice. It's, it's really, really awesome. Cause And also inspirational, too, because, you know, when you surround yourself with those good, positive, like, creative, hardworking people, you can achieve so much, so I guess, like, the biggest thing from my rant is, um, <laughs> don't be afraid to reach out to other people and get advice or criticism and just keep on working because it'll happen eventually. Like, I'm still working and trying to really get out there. So, you know, it, it never stops.
0: <laughs> I agree 100% with everything you just said. Um, cool. Because, like, the, the same thing with uh, doing voiceover. Um, mm mm-hmm. I met a lot of really good people in the voiceover community. I mean, there's, I've, I've talked with A-list stars. I've met a whole bunch of people like that. And then I've met, you know, up and coming people who, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got one that we're going to a convention together um, just because they're like, Hey, I want to go to this. Hey, me too. I think that'd be a good way for us to kind of uh, go out and, you know, um, I can't think of the word. Uh, It's not market. (laughs) It's, uh, oh my goodness. Words are hard. Oh, they are. Ah, oh, geez, uh, like network like when you when you go and uh, shop yourself around.
1: Um, well, I could I could say a really bad term, but I won't.
0: That the so yeah, so we're gonna basically go and do that really really bad term um, <laughs> for ourselves. Um, you know, just so we can network. We're gonna network was the term I was looking for. Ah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna go networking, and that's basically what we're gonna do. I mean, we've got cars and everything. We're just gonna get ourselves out there, and like we're oh, splitting, yeah. we're splitting an Airbnb. We're going down there together. It's gonna it's gonna be a really fun time. I'm, I've met a lot of cool people, and the best part is, even though you all want something, like you all want this goal, nobody is gonna uh, like step on you to try and get to this goal. Exactly cuz it's like your, your art is going to be different than my art. My exactly. style of voice acting is going to be different than your style of voice acting.
1: Exactly. Everyone is unique, so there's no need to have that competition. So it's it creates a really amazing um like community which is very different than like live action cuz you know like someone can get a role just because they're prettier than the other person. Exactly. So and voiceover and comics and art and stuff, that doesn't matter. So you can literally just be who it doesn't matter who you are. You can, you can come as you are and you can, as long as you work hard, everyone brings something different. So there will always be work for everybody.
0: Exactly. Especially, I mean, uh, like what you said, like you don't got to be pretty and everything like that. I mean, look at me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ugly as sin. Oh, but sure, yet, sure. But yet here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Sam, this was really, really fun. Thanks so much for coming on.
1: Thank you, yeah.
0: Um, now, um, can you kind of tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find uh, the Salem series online?
1: Yeah, so um, if you want to find my personal uh, like, brand, Sincerely Sam, on pretty much any social media, you can find me under the username Sincerely Sam. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, Okay. scratch that rewind. Um, My Instagram is under sincerely underscore Sammy, S-A-M-I. Facebook is sincerely Sam. I believe my Twitter, which I'm still starting to understand what Twitter is. Um, My Twitter is sincerely Sam art. So pretty much if you look up any kind of sincerely Sam or Sam Sawyer, you should be able to find me. Just look for anything that's pink and purple. Um, Yeah,
0: I just found you on Instagram. It is all pink (laughs) and purple.
1: Exactly. I I don't lie when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you want to find the Salem series online, you can find us under every social media with the username the Salem series.
0: Excellent. And we will put all of the show notes uh, for the series. Uh, Well, I can't even I can't. Wow. Words. I. (laughs) Um, we'll put all of the links to everything for the Salem series and for, uh, Sam, we'll put those in our show notes. So all you have to do is, you know, pull the show notes up and you can click on those and boom, it'll take you right there. Awesome. All right. Again, Sam, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, as for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at animation station podcast, Twitter at animate podcast, All of our episodes are available. iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Again, go check out Sam. Go check out the Salem series. And honestly, again, Sam, I, 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 know I've said it a couple times, but again, thank you so much for coming on. We are really looking forward to this.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank
0: you. No, no problem at all. And hey, if you need anybody to come do like random boy number three, <laughs> you just, you just call me. Let me know. I will, I'll do it for you. All right.
1: I, I think I could maybe pencil <laughs> you in.
0: <laughs> all right. Excellent. All right. So for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. Oh, and I'm Sam! Bye everybody! (laughs) Bye! (laughs)